Introducing the SD Podcast channel, your one stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start the podcast Welcome to the S&D Podcast Show, episode 212. Football season is back. Labor Day weekend. It's time to start getting our game back on track with football season started. Labor Day weekend means college football. We're not going to talk about that, though. Oh, why, why, conveniently. Want to, want to talk about that? Um, <laughs> what's up, guys? How are you? Nothing much. Nice Notre Dame win last night. Uh, what's I didn't it? see anything uh, last night. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yo, I, uh, I think Mc- McCaffrey should be the starting quarterback. Just saying. No, uh, both your quarterbacks suck. Like, well, honestly, I told I. They're terrible. That. Well, in all fairness, their quarterback's really bad. Our quarterback's supposed to at least be good, and <laughs> Dylan McCaffrey just never practiced, so can't really blame him. And it's not okay. his fault. He was just like, "Oh fuck, I'm going into South Bend out of nowhere." Yeah, it's a rough way to start this year. I mean, no, my, yeah, in, I told, in all fairness, yeah, Wimbush is their. They they said it last night on the game. Wimbush is their running game. So yeah, pretty much. So he, but he can't throw. A couple of lucky touchdowns, and that was it. Right. But football is here. The NFL one week away for everybody else. But if you're a Falcons or Eagles fan, they're four days away. So, hooray! Um, today is our pre preview show for the whole NFL season. I'm sure we're going to get 90% of it wrong because it always seems to be the case because of NFL being unpredictable more times than not. Because teams always decide to be good or have rough seasons here or there. So hopefully the Giants are that team. Um, yeah, uh, you got the Giants. The Jets can have a fun season. The NFC North just got pretty interesting. Um, yeah, the AFC South, NFC South is arguably the best division in the league on paper to the moment. The NFC South, you said? NFC South, yes. Yeah, yeah. And they had three playoff teams last year. Yeah, they definitely are the best division. The AFC West should be fun this year too, considering. There's really no quarterback in that division. Except for Phillip Rivers. Your boy, Phil Rivers. Again, none of them stand out. The one that actually stands out is playing for the Broncos. That should be an interesting one. Like, that division could end up actually being, like, an, a 7-9 and nine team win the division. Um... Possible. I can see it. But anyway, there are a bunch of storylines this year uh, that we're going to get into a little bit. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, make sure you're following us. iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, all those fun things. Make sure you're listening, sharing our episodes. Um, we're going to go back to the full-time 
again now with football season starting. So make sure you're listening to us. But with that being said, let's go do the leadoff. Leading off. All righty. Welcome back. Um, so we're going to do our leadoff now. And this week's topic is going to be the NFL storylines that we each want to see kind of play out. Uh, being that it's football season. Um, so my, my story this year is, can the Eagles match what they did last year? Um, Wentz basically played 13 weeks and got them to where they wanted to be. And then somehow magically Nick Foles, um, just, you know, popped in and was able to keep the magic run going. So I'm intrigued to see with Nick Foles starting week one. You know, if he if he can bounce back from a terrible preseason and dominate for a couple of weeks, what's going to happen with Carson Wentz towards the end of it? I think Carson Wentz is the future of that team. But that's the story I'm looking forward to the most this year is the Eagles in general just, you know, they let a lot of people go. They got a lot of people hurt. Can they be that team that finally breaks that other than the Patriots winning back-to-back or – just completely shooting the bed type of situation. What about you guys? Um, before I go on mine, I, I the Eagle one is very interesting to see, especially with all the injury bug that hit him hard the last couple weeks and obviously with Wentz last year. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle the first month of the year, especially with everybody looking to get them because they are the defending champs. But... Uh, they got a lot of pieces back from defense. It looks like they really didn't lose anybody other than uh, Kendricks that is recently got arrested for uh, inside trading. So it's, uh, that should be a... But he was a Brown, wasn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was the only real free agent that the Eagles lost. Right. He was, he was an Eagle and then went to the Browns and then he got cut again. Yeah, because of the inside trading. Allegedly. Uh, but... That, but the Eagles, I think the Eagles will still find a way to be in the thick of things. It's just going to be an interesting month because of, like I, like we mentioned, the injury bug. But, uh, but by the way, speaking of the guy that was allegedly trafficking, you realize that he was the, like, the lead guy on Hard Knocks last week? Oh, yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> he was like, yeah, but he was like nothing to do with everything going on because it came out that same day. Exactly. So, so it was just really awkward so that he was the most, knocks, yeah. like... He was the the leader of the episode, ideally. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting how shit how 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 he shit on everybody on his old team. Um, I think with my storyline, like I alluded to before, was um, the AF, NFC South with how there was three teams that made the playoffs last year, and you can make an argument that all three teams could actually win the division, and. If one of us, all, all three of us could say one of those three teams, and none of us will look stupid for saying those three teams, um, especially with how the Saints were last year, could they take a step back because they lost Ingram for three, four games for the PED suspension? Does Alvin Kamara uh, improve on what was already an awesome rookie season? Um, does Drew Brees have another year left in him since he is 39 years old? Um you can go with the Panthers. Does Cam have what it takes with uh, Nerve Tor- Turner? Nerve Turner is their OC, right? Or is that he in Minnesota? I forget. But it, regardless, there's a new coordinator in Carolina with Cam. Uh, 
does McCaffrey have what it takes to be the almost every down back, their playmaking back? Um, and of course, the biggest question is the Falcons. We all know they have the talent in the world. If it wasn't for a blown Super Bowl lead, they would be champions two years ago. Um, for whatever reason, last year, just they couldn't get it going. They were that team that everybody waited every week would be like, all right, this is the week they're going to get going. And it just didn't seem to be that case. But they still had a good, they're still a good team and they still found a way to make the playoffs and win around. So, um, one of those. North Turner teams, is the Panthers' offensive coordinator. Oh, so I was right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just throwing that out there. All right. Thank you. I didn't fact check on that. Sweet. Oh, that's uh, uh, but it, like you can, you can arguably say one of those three teams could win the division and no one will bat an eye. So I would love to see who stays the healthiest and who has the most breakout players on their particular team to win the division and maybe make noise in the NFL playoffs. And all three teams can make the playoffs again. So it wouldn't be shocking either. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, they, they did last year and it's definitely possible. Um, the storyline I'm most interested in is the influx of young quarterbacks in the league at the moment. Um, there are five guys that are going to be starting their first, uh, week ones this year, Darnold, Garoppolo, uh, Trubisky, Pat Mahomes, and technically Watson didn't start week one last year. And then you got, uh, obviously, Rosen and Allen, you know, five quarterbacks picked in the first round this year. So a lot of these guys, especially, I mean, the AFC is wide open after the Patriots and the Steelers. The Darnold could lead the Jets to a playoff spot if he plays well enough. Watson, same thing. Pat Mahomes, same thing. All three of them, if they play well, can either win their division or lead them to a playoff spot. Trubisky, I don't think so, but... He, uh, I believe, how he grows and Garoppolo is either real deal. You know, is it was it just a, a hot streak at the end of the season against teams that weren't trying? So I think, yeah, the, all the young court, the influx of young quarterbacks and how they respond. You know, starting week one and then maybe playing eventually in the other spots with Baker and Rosen and Josh Allen, how they, you know, pan out. And, and like you mentioned before, with that, there's always that one quarterback that comes out of nowhere, and you're just like, like two years ago was Dak. And there's always that one out of nowhere right. story. At most point, it was Jimmy G at halfway through last year. The right. Niners didn't win a game until they played the Giants last year, and then they won, pulled out five straight after the end of the season on a higher note. So um, it's going to be interesting. There's always one that comes <clears throat> out of nowhere, and it, or that one guy that started from day one, right. like a uh, Andrew Luck. Can Darnold be the next Andrew Luck? It, it, it could be Lamar Jackson if he or got Lamar. Off. I don't think he'll get a shot this year, but if he does, you could see him doing making some noise. Yeah, L- Lamar Jackson to an extent because of what does Andrew, uh, Joe Flacco bring to the table? Right. Um. You know those that that you're right, Vin. The quarterback situations all over the league. Because you got to think about this also. Jackson had a killer preseason, right? So now, how much pressure is on Flacco to step up this season and keep his job? You know, 
And then you got you got Perryman starting week one in Buffalo. Let's face I, it. I don't see that, that lasting. Yeah, exactly. That, that That's lasting possibly a half. And then who's starting in Arizona? Like, have they made the decision? Are they just going to hike the ball to Dave Johnson and see what happens? And uh, They didn't officially say yet that I saw. Like, I would assume it would be Bradford because uh, it looked like Rosen was hurt the last couple of weeks. Oh really? He's been hurt already. Yeah, he he had his fing- he had an issue with his finger or something. I'm sure it's minor, and they just didn't want him to play because they they played the Cowboys on NBC last week, and I did watch a little bit of that game, and he didn't play at all. Yeah, interesting. Okay, um, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see like how long do those guys like really those veterans that have like you said five quarterbacks in the first round. I think Darnold's the only one that got the starting job, right? Uh, As of right now. Right. Right. So let's yeah. see what happens. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Well, technically the Bills didn't say anything yet. Right. It, it could be. I mean, I don't know why they would start Nathan Peterman. but they Because it's Nathan Peterman. Right. Well, they want to start him because they're offense line. Because uh, Allen already got banged up at least once or twice already. Okay. In, in training camp. So unless they want to feed uh, Peterman to the Wolves for the time being, that might be it. They have their option of turning Peterman into Derek Carr 2.0, David Carr 2.0, or or not. Right. So right. It may be smarter for them just to let him uh, kind of. And like we said, it's only a matter of time before Rosen starts in Arizona because Sam Bradford yeah. can't stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the craziest thing with Bradford. He could. He could easily be a top five quarterback. He just never stays healthy. Yeah, but that's also the, that's the craziest thing, is when you think about the two of them. Um, Rosen, they already said, is a hit away from never playing again. Huh. Right? Isn't he the one with the dad who's who's like a neuro? Yes, 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 yes. Like a yep. brain surgeon, and is like, yeah, my son's not playing if he gets hurt. Basically. So if he gets in the head, he's done. So basically, they're going to be down to calling Carson Palmer out of retirement again for the 18th year in a row. That's ideally what it could be. With that being said, let's take a little break, and we'll be right back to preview the local team. Down to the core, stand down, the jealous one scream at me. All right, welcome back to the S&D Podcast. You just listened to Crush It. Um, we're going to start off this segment talking about the local teams and, of course, Vin Man's uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, no, let's start off with the Green Bay Packers because we always talk about the Giants first, and this seems to be the, uh, the common trend. Aaron Rodgers did get paid this week, so it seemed to be a cast of players getting highest paid at their particular position this week between Beckham, Rodgers, and then Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald was the highest paid defensive player for a day, and then Khalil Mack was like not so fast. Uh, but with the, the Green Bay Packers, it's just one of those things. It's always a win now team. team. Is this the last year the Packers could ideally make a contending run at the division as long as Rodgers stays healthy after last year with the collarbone issue? Obviously, that made a big dent in them making the playoffs last year. But as long as Rodgers plays, they have a chance to make the playoffs. With that being said, do they have enough around Aaron Rodgers to make the playoffs this year if everything goes to plan? Ben. 
I think they have enough to make the playoffs. I mean, I've seen worse offensive personnel with him make a, make the playoffs before. I mean, I think it was either 14 or 15. I forget which, which one it was. But it was the year they had to bring James Jones back after Jordy got hurt. And it was like there was no one on that team. And they still I won a playoff game with that roster. Um, I definitely think they have enough, like I said, to get to the playoffs. Uh, you know, beyond that, competing for a championship, which is, you know, kind of the expectation. That I'm not too sure about. I don't like the overall offensive. You know, I, I like the receivers. You know, you guys know I didn't like when they cut Jordy. It didn't make a lot of sense to me. But, and I'm not as uh, high on the Jimmy Graham acquisition as a lot of people are. Uh, he's a fine player. He's a be a good target in the red zone. But, but I mean, it's not the same as, you know, no one's going to have that kind of repertoire, you know, the, the kind of um, rapport that he had with Jordy, obviously. So it's uh, that was a, obviously a huge loss. I think they'll be fine, like I said, making the playoffs, but I don't think this is a championship season. I do like what they did with the defense. They, they have a bunch of – they drafted, you know, spent their first two uh, first-round picks on corners and also added which they another need, Which they round. needed to do, they, especially they with, that, with that division other than the Bears at the right. moment. They uh, signed Tremont Williams, and they added two corners in the draft, and in that process added a first-round pick next year. So I like that the, the the draft, you know, draft day and the offseason defensively was good. I'm worried about the pass rush. There's not much there, to be honest. Um, so you're saying outside of uh, Clay, there's really no pass rush. Really, yeah. I, and Clay hasn't been the same guy. We've seen he hasn't been the same guy the past, you know, two years. Nick Perry's been banged up. I don't know what you're going to get out of him. There's going to be a lot relying on – the resurgence of Mo Wilkerson, or um, and just the the big three that they have up front: Wilkerson, uh, a third-year guy, Kenny Clark, and um, Mike Daniels. It's going to be a lot relying on Pack- their production. The Packers season ended when Jake Ryan got hurt, so it's okay. Oh, they have a young guy who's uh, who, who's looked very good. He banged up his shoulder the other day, That's but a he's. Surprise. Uh, of course, yeah. Everybody gets hurt. Um, I think he's going to be okay for week one. They traded for a guy from the Colts that I haven't heard about at all. But, I mean, it's a body at this point. Bodies are bodies, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I think they'll, like I said. They'll be, think- they'll, they'll, they're in that, they're in that, that they're in that, uh, Nine and seven, ten and six range. That anything higher is greatly, uh, greatly wanted. Uh, but if they're in that nine and seven, ten and six, that's where you expect them to be. The 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 NFC is very tough right now. Oh so. yeah, it's a very tough conference. This year. Right, like I we think. talked earlier, there's three teams in the South that are probably going to make the playoffs. Right. So you got to deal with that. And then on top of that, you have. Three other divisions. So it's basically right. win the division. You're going to be in a dogfight with Minnesota and with the other 
you know, whatever two um, NFC South teams doesn't make a division for some kind of playoff spot. I do. I have them winning the division. We'll get to that later. But it's just I, I'm I'm skeptical. It's gonna be an interesting year for the Packers. Like, like you said, what are the weapons? Like, I, it could. I think it could end up being McCarthy's last year. That's everything. Yeah, but we've goes, said that for the last like seven years. I I'm I so, think I think it's like it's there at that at this moment that it could possibly. That be that because they had Rodgers uh, making it look like all right they're still a good they're may, having Rodgers mask it and they're like all right he's a good coach kind of thing oh he, mean, he's they, still a good coach but I, I think, think it's at that point maybe a new uh, breath of fresh air might be the time. Well, I was looking at like um, his career like winning wins you know winning percentage whatever as a coach. And it's been over 10 years, so you know yeah. how that, that saying goes. And Yeah, and he's like, I think he has the, like, the he's in the top 10 of, like, winning percentage of coaches that have won at least 100 games. Like, he's in rarefied air, his record-wise, you know, winning percentage-wise as a coach. But he's had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, so I don't know how actually good he is. It just seems like it's starting to get staler than it really should be. And I think maybe with the new voice, maybe something it, can click. But they're still a good team, so as long as they're in the playoffs, he's not going to get fired. If nothing else, maybe not him getting fired, but bringing in an offensive coordinator and like a system change. I know it's tough to do that with him still being there. But maybe bringing in an offensive coordinator to call the plays and, like, just, a, like I said, a change in the system because it's pretty, like you said, it's pretty stale. I mean, the, the system relies a lot of, you know, it's a West Coast offense that relies a lot on timing and guys getting open. And when they only have two receivers, it's not, you know, not going to be easy. Right. You basically have Cobb and that's basically it receiver-wise. And that and Devontae Adams. Yeah, but which Devontae Adams is going to show up? Two years ago, Devontae Adams, or last year, Devontae? Well, well I'm think, banking on him on my fantasy team. Yeah, so I think he better year, have a good year. <laughs> he, he seems to have solved his drop problems, which was the biggest issue. He was always open the first year. He just dropped it too much. He seems to have solved that. Well, that's always good. So, another team with what I think no outside weapons... Is going to be the New York Jets. Um, who knows what's going on with Robbie Anderson? Like everybody's relying on this guy, but for all we know, he's getting suspended. Has it decided no. whether he is or isn't yet? Like, has there been a statement like he's not getting suspended? He is getting suspended. Yeah, been. they haven't even said anything yet, which is weird. So I guess then he's not. I mean. <laughs> Right, at this point, you just have to live your life like he's not getting suspended. Right. Which, I, Which I, is crazy to me. Their receivers are okay. The like, thing with them is they could have a very good core, because they the core or receiving core, because they're all solid wide receivers in their own right. They're not a Odell Beckham, even a Jarvis Landry. They're not a, a ca- elite wide receivers, but as a core, they could be very solid, especially if uh, Terrell Pryor gets healthy from last year and he soared in the Giants game two weeks ago. He was he scored on a nice touchdown and then 
Robbie Anderson going deep, and then Curse is old reliable. He's a good uh, chains guy that doesn't matter what team he's on, he's always there, reliable for whoever that quarterback may be. So, so as of just the, no tight ends as of right now. Um, as of the twenty seventh of August, it was still under review. Because he was arrested twice within nine months, pleaded no guilty to the charge of reckless driving, and had the rest of his charges dropped. So, I mean, you would think they could review it a little quicker. They'll next Sunday they'll be like, okay, he's suspended. Yeah, right. Like twenty minutes before the game starts. So, <laughs> right, you're not playing. Sorry, screwing sorry. everybody's. Well, I don't know if he's on anybody's fantasy team, but if he is, oh wait, Monday. Screwing him over. He's mon- he, Monday. He, yeah, he's definitely on people's teams because people are excited for him. But they, he's probably not starting because he did have a couple good weeks that everybody picked him up and played him because he was the hot hand last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, but, on top of that, with um, with Curse possibly out this week, you know his value goes up if he's playing. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. The Jets, it's just, it's going to be interesting to see how the Jets' offense works, especially with uh, Darnold starting, most likely. They did announce it. Uh, it's going to be interesting how they use Carell in the backfield and um, Powell and all that other guy's stuff. They just got to make the game plan simple and just be able for them to have Darnold stay afloat because it's going to be a learning process. It's going to be interesting to see how quickly he can shake off a bad play and turn it into a positive play at some point. So it's really not about wins or losses. It's just his individual growth per game. And if they get wins, phenomenal. If they get losses, yeah, it sucks. But as long as at the end of the day they're growing as a team, that's really the most important thing. I... They're like we're talking about their weapons. It just seems like it's a bunch of like number two and yeah, yeah number, number two and three and threes. That's like yeah. yeah, they're nice players. I'd like them on my team, but it's I don't I'm not counting on any of them at the moment. So I I guess that could work in their favor where it's like you know you can't and, cover we, one we guy. We forgot to mention Anunwa. He's back right. as well. Anun was also back. another two or three wide receiver, right. which is good, but. Those are just those are just interesting to see how how those things are, and also defense is still there. But can they get a pass rush? That's the Jets' biggest problem. They have the secondary, they they have it ready to go. The linebackers are pretty good at for the most part. Is it really can they get a pass rush other than Leonard Williams, who I think is a little overrated the last couple of years, especially the how high they drafted him. Can they get a pass rush so the secondary can do their thing and disrupt passes and maybe get interceptions, especially with Adams and uh, May in the secondary safety positions? They're they're one of the better cores in the whole NFL. Yeah. So and they just signed, it, and they signed Jermaine Johnson in the offseason. And then you still have and you still have what's his face uh, Claiborne on the other side who was good until he got hurt once again. If Claiborne stays healthy, he's very, very talented. The, he's a the, solid other, player. the other thing with the Jets is having the advantage of having such a good um, defensive back system is it's going to give the defensive line a chance to get to the quarterback. Exactly. So that should help them because it's always vice versa. One way or the other, two units help each other out the most. Right. 
So that should be interesting to see. Can the defensive backs hold them enough to give them the opportunity to get to the quarterback? We're going to get more into it later, but do you guys you guys think they have a shot at the playoffs? They'll be that bubble team that if they if the right things fall in place, that they could be one of those five teams that can make the final playoff spot. It's really up to the is it the same old Jets kind of thing right? at some point this season. Okay. Steven? But if, out of all, I'm sorry, out of all the oh. young quarterbacks, Donald does have the best position to be this start out right away. Um, I think they could end up fighting for a position. Late, you know, going into November, mm-hmm. it could still be interesting to see where they are. The We already know the Patriots already won the division. Right. So, it's just a matter of, you know, the AFC West, I can see multiple teams coming out of. If not, I mentioned earlier how I can see, like, a an 8-8 eight and eight team over there making the playoffs. But, like, and winning the division. But that division could also have three teams with ten wins. Right. Because despite the young quarterbacks, they have good teams. Right, the rosters are good. The rosters are good, so the quarterbacks just have to play well enough to get them to that point. Um, you know, the NFC, the AFC North is wide open, in my opinion. I think it's the Steelers, and then it's completely wide open. And then yeah. the, the AFC South is just, you know, one of those teams will make the playoffs. I don't see multiple teams because you don't know if <laughs> exactly. Angela, yeah. You don't know if Angela will make it to Week Two. You don't know. Well, last year they there there was two teams that made the playoffs, but it's interesting to see can neither of those teams uh, improve from where they were last year. I'm skeptical on Jacksonville. Yeah, me too. And I'm also skeptical on Tennessee until uh, proven elsewise. Jack Jacksonville sketchy because who's Bortles throwing the ball to? Exactly. <laughs> There's Bryant. The fact that he's not a Jaguar yet is exactly is exactly. absolutely mind-boggling. Or it just shows that nobody wants him anymore. No, I think he's just being too greedy and thinking that he deserves ten million dollars when he should just take a a three million dollar deal for the year. He said he only wants to be on a team for a year to show he can still perform. Right. Instead of sitting around being like, no, you have to give me $10 million, sit back and make make $3 million this year, plus whatever the, the, the buyout was with the Cowboys, and just play. He's not going to get a, a, a five-year deal worth 10 to $15 million a year if he doesn't just play this, if he doesn't play this year. I am going to throw this out there right now, though, about Des Bryant. If he's not signed by October, he's back in Dallas. I could see that. One of the two will realize it was a mistake, and one of the two will say, here's the money you want, or let me just take whatever I need to take to play for you for the year. But that's just me. Um. So... The New York Football Giants, coming off probably the worst year we've ever seen, Danny. Uh, yeah, we we usually five hundred six and ten. Uh, yeah, 
it was back to the early 80s uh early 80s 70s style giants and we were and we were talking parents. a little bit last night after you left uh ryan tommy and i and it was like Everything that needed to go wrong for the Giants last year had to go wrong for the Giants last year. Oh, Anything. yeah. We had that conversation before. Oh, yeah. You I were there. Too. You were there. I forgot. My bad. Yeah. But, yeah. Everything that could have went wrong went wrong for the Giants last year. Yeah. We lost in three close games. And one game, the, the wide receiving core decided to all die on the same game. Uh, they should have won that game if we had one wide receiver left in that game. I just will never forget uh, Brett Ellerson and Evan Ingram. That was pre-Evan Ingram uh, being the wideouts on the final drive and the crowd booing. Like, what do you want them to do kind of thing? Uh, but, yeah, it was just one of those crazy game- years. It just obviously sucked. We all heard the podcast that we put out. We talked every day about it. It was just one of those things is hopefully the new regime and coaching staff and the newer players – get that that Giants feel back into what it was. Because last year, obviously, did not feel that way. It, it was just felt like everybody was there in it for themselves, unfortunately. It wasn't a team feel. And obviously, that's what happens when everything goes to chaotic state of mind. So I think with Pat Shermer, who's a little bit more conservative, and he's... Like they joked about, they need an adult to run the New York Giants. They, we've seen it. If, if there's a structure job that needs to be structured, it's the Giants. It's just the way it always has been. Um, I, I like how Pat Shermer is a obviously offensive-minded coach, but he thinks defensively with uh, the way to run the offense as in terms of he wants to get the running game going. Um, he, he, he's obviously going to push it up, push the ball down the field if we could get that point, but we're also going to run the ball, unlike what we did in the last regime, which obviously was the reason why we sucked, because everybody knew we were going to be throwing the ball to Beckham or to any of those guys, and we didn't have reliable running backs for us to for any team to respect us. So with that being said, I, I'm really excited to see that. Uh, what, what do, you, what do you, you think we can get the respectability back into the Giants this year after awfulness last year? I think so. I 100% think we can. Um... It's just like we mentioned before, it's the first seven weeks. If we can stay afloat in the first seven weeks... We could definitely make a run into maybe a wild card scenario talk. Um, I don't think we're at the division point yet, just yet, but with our it's division, the Eagles' anything, division to lose. So. Exactly, anything can happen between us, the Eagles, and Cowboys, even the Redskins. But I just want them to stay afloat within the first seven games because they're really hard. And if we stay afloat, anything can happen after that. That's the way I'm looking into the Giants' season so far. Yeah, 100%. Um, like we mentioned, it's a new regime. And you can see that based on guys who were cut. Like, the old oh, regime yeah. Yeah. loved Andrew Adams. The old regime loved Roger Lewis Jr. And yeah, they were both serviceable players. But were they solid guys who were going to bring in the culture that it needed? 
You got Darian Thomas, who played 16 games last year, got cut. Like, well, Darian Thomas is most likely, I don't know if you saw, but he's most likely going to get an injured reserve tag, so he's still technically part of the Giants. No, he got he got wavered. He got no, I know, waivers. but but they're going to bring him back on injury reserve type of thing. He's he he's, might have that distinction. I've, I saw that all over Twitter the last day and a half. So I wouldn't be shocked about that as well. Okay, one of those can return from injury type of people, right? Yeah. I could, be, but I did see the beat reporters did write that out, so I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. Okay, but but, but still, you know what I mean. I mean, they're just, oh no, what I I agree one hundred percent. A lot of the uh, negative eggs are gone from last year's team, and they're trying to build fresh. Um, a lot of people are getting on Jonathan Stewart. Um, yeah, obviously he didn't have a great preseason. Obviously, you'd want a better one. But like, I think he's that veteran from, running back that yeah, we need to teach Barkley. Yes, to teach Barkley and Gallman, and you know how much I love Gallman. So I think between the three of them, they should have a running game that's competent. Obviously, sh- he should get like be fine in like short yardage situations. I- I- exactly, and I- and they didn't really game plan the running game as well. So we'll see what happens. It's really can the offensive line keep Eli upright for more than two seconds, and Eli can actually read the whole field and make smart decisions. If that happens, we are in good shape and anything could possibly happen. So I'm really scared about the right side of the line, which is like everybody else is. So, Listen, the waiver waivers start today and the Giants are number two. They made seven claims. So uh, I don't see who we picked up yet, but one of the guys on Twitter wrote, yeah, made seven waiver claims, including defensive lineman Mario Edwards. So we'll see in the upcoming minutes on who else is a New York Giant. Oh, here we go. Seven claims already? Yep. Among those not claimed, Corey Coleman, Perriman, Braxton Miller, Bryant. You knew Bryant wouldn't get picked up. Yep. And we made the joke yesterday. We would 100% uh, try to see if Dan Bailey... uh, Dan Bailey could uh, want to come to the Giants because Rosas had another perfect training camp but it's not pre-regular season and we saw how shaky he was last year so if we can get Dan Bailey great get him here he'll come to Newark right away ready to go week one kind of thing that was the biggest I did mention this last night I can completely completely see um, Dan Bailey back in Dallas it could have just been a cap thing. Oh, but it could it could easily be that. The Giants claimed Antonio Hamilton. Antonio Hamilton claimed by the Giants. Um, the cornerback. I don't know who that is. He's a cornerback. Okay. Yep. So. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, like it's going to be interesting how the Giants also do their practice squad. Like uh, Travis Rudolph could probably likely be back on that. Uh, Calvin Munson could be back on that. Just a couple of guys that were were key contributors to after the season ended last year, who were respectable players that could actually do something with the team. Probably back on the practice six guys, squad. 
Giants actually six waiver claims per oh, beers. Okay. Alan Clay, Mario Edwards, Antonio Hamilton, Michael Jordan. Sweet. Ooh. Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah, Com- Carmen Moore and Spencer Pulley. And he wrote, I guess Skelman wasn't wild about Reese's roster. No kidding. <laughs> Durf. Yep. As you can tell with all the cuts yesterday. Thank you, Captain Obvious. But like like we said, get us through the first seven weeks. Anything is possible. And we could hopefully make a run at the, one of the wild card spots, which is going to be tough. So if we don't make the playoffs, yeah, it sucks. But I... It's going to be too tough. Honestly, one of the biggest games in the first seven weeks is week five going down to Carolina. Yeah. Like, yeah. win that game for, as a tiebreaker game. Yeah, that ex- exactly. That's going to be one of those games. It's just... And and every single of these games, the first seven weeks, are tough games, don't get me wrong. But we can easily win, find a, argue, arguably find a way to win those games. So... Obviously, we're going to be underdogs in most of them, but we can surprise people if they get it going. What's the Did NFC you... division we play? The oh. NFC division? Oh, we're playing the South. The... Yeah, yeah, we're playing the South. Yep. So we basically have to win three of those games. Yeah, basically. We have we have momentum. so We have the opportunity. Could... If we could win three of those games and give us a tiebreaker over three, at least three of the teams... Yeah. Let that team we lose to win the. Let us lose to Atlanta and let them win the division. Then we won't have to worry about a tiebreaker with them. They yeah. don't have. They don't have to go to New Orleans, which is a plus. Yeah, they don't have to go to New Orleans, but they got to go to Atlanta on Monday night. Right. That's tough. Yep. Where are they going? They to, they're Atlanta going to Atlanta on Monday, on Monday night. night. But like I said, lose to Atlanta and let Atlanta win that division. Oh yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, definitely. They have to win in Carolina too, though. Yeah, and the Bucks come here. Yeah, the Bucks won't be. A the problem. Bucks are the team I don't oh, no, care about. No, no, Considering no, yeah, they no. basically said Ryan Fitzpatrick's most likely oh. their starter this year. Oh, for the first three games because um, of, they uh, said Jim. that. Depending on how it goes, Watson may not even get his job. Like, oh, yeah, he's getting his job back. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick is terrible. I mean, Jameis isn't like great, but he's getting his job back. I think. Yeah, most likely, but. It's going to be interesting to see between the three teams, our, our three teams that we follow, and obviously the, the Jets are the, the third team over that order. All three teams could obviously make a push to the playoffs and house money. Well, like we all know in the playoffs, once you get in the playoffs, house money happens. Um, crazy, crazier things have happened, and we've seen it before. But if Barkley stays healthy and the line just produces and our off defense decides to stop someone once or one series or two series at the end of the game, we could be in the thick of things and we'll see what happens with that. And time's running out with Eli and company and it's a win now team. So we, they have to put their chips into the table and prove it. They wouldn't have paid Odell Beckham. They wouldn't have paid Odell Beckham all that money for them not to be, be contending for a playoff spot this year. It's literally just you know, like I said earlier, the running game is going to now could possibly increase Eli two to three years, which gives yeah. us the opportunity to develop somebody else behind him. We're gonna f- be more fixated on actually running the ball, which we haven't done in maybe. Since Brendan Jacobs and Rod Bradshaw left. 
The last time they had a thousand yard rusher was was uh Ahmad Bradshaw in two thousand twelve. Yeah, that seems about right. Um but what, as much as I didn't mind Darkwa or Jennings, those weren't real those were platoon running backs at best. And Jennings that's was the showed. perfect the perfect back to bring in to, to be the other guy to David Wilson, which is what they did. <laughs> Of correct, of and course. it didn't, and it just didn't work out. David Wilson got hurt. You can't make those oh, predictions yeah, when you make the move. So if David Wilson was around, who knows where we would be right now? You know. Oh, I I, I agree one hundred percent with you. But I'm, again, I'm just saying David Wilson around could mean no Beckham. Then now it becomes now what? Now now we don't have the receivers that we need. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. It's just one of those things. It's just the style of offense. We were obviously more fixated on passing, and it was showed. They, they completely forgot about the running game. Even when they tried, obviously, with the shitty offensive line and everything else with that, but they didn't stay with it until it was too late on certain games. And they were so predictable, and that's why they they suffered. So, we'll see what happens. Uh it's going to be fun. <laughs> or we hope it should be fun. It should be a fun season. Um, you know, keeping healthy is the most important, of course. And if they do yep. that, they're going to be perfectly fine this year. That's, mm-hmm. that's my opinion. And you know what? That's the same thing for all the teams. So, speaking of all the teams, uh, we did do some kind of playoff talk a little bit. But... Let's take another break. Let's just a little more Crush It by Division 1.1, and we'll come back and make our bid. Yeah. All right, welcome back to the S&D Podcast Show. You just listened to Crush It by Division 1.1. We are going to get into our highly anticipated division picks. Like, everybody should be running to their gambling yes. location. MyBookie.com. I don't know whatever you use. I just know that's a site. Just go to New Jersey and log on to FanDuel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> pay go, go pay to the $15 to cross the GW and log on to FanDuel. Correct. Yeah. The minute you cross the bridge, you're not allowed on the app, I learned. That's so dumb. Like, like you can't even get on the app. I, I just wanted to, like look up stuff and I'm like let me see if I can get on it I know I obviously can't bet you can get but on the website you can't, even, you can't even get on the site well, you but can it, won't, the, it won't you give can me the app you can get no, on it no you won't FanDuel. even get on the app you can't even get on the app that's funny I'm on the app right yeah, now like, no like on the app right now you should show they'll look for the location there's a different app it's sportsbook it's not the oh, actual okay. Oh, okay. Okay. yeah yeah well, that's why we use betdsi.eu. Yeah, but I don't want some foreigner to take my, my information. Well, they already have all of mine, so it's okay. Exactly. I already get letters from foreign princes, so clearly they already have my information. I mean, I just <laughs> sent I just sent $2 million in my social security number to save the princess of Nigeria, so... <laughs> I'm all just right. waiting for my, my money to come to me. They promised me a couple s- billion. Do we want to start in the NFC or the AFC? We can do whatever your heart desires the most, Vincent. Let's do AFC since it's so shitty. Okay. 
Let's just get the easy one out of the way. The Patriots, Patriots. are winning the East. Right? Are we all good with that one? I don't think we need to explain that any further. The I Patriots feel like Danny's debating on his choice here. Like, he's not answering us. The Patriots. <laughs> Obviously. Danny had to think about that for a little bit. Like, he's like, okay. can, the, can Ryan Tannehill and the Dolphins Donald. in the division? Um, I would say let's go to the North next. That's the second easiest. Yeah, the Steelers are going to win the North. I don't. I mean, the Ravens are decent. The Ravens could, if if they get any anything out of Flacco or Lamar Jackson. I'm calling it right now. But it's the Browns finish higher than the Bengals because Marvin Lewis promised the Super Bowl team in Cincinnati. I almost forgot, like, I just remembered the other day that Marvin Lewis got fired and then got rehired again. It, that was the greatest thing Did that's it? ever happened. Yes. He either, like, they parted ways or whatever they worded it. And then, like, two weeks later, they were like, nope, forget it. We're bringing you back. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the Bengals take Marvin Lewis back? Hey. Is that, an, is that an article that you found? Uh, yes, where's the Australian wrote an article that yep. why the fuck did this happen? <laughs> yep. It was that perplexing they wrote an article about it. Okay. Um, so those two we all got. The South. The South. This is, this is going to be interesting. Do we hop on the Texans bandwagon? Can they actually stay healthy for once? Uh, J.J. Yeah, Watt hasn't been healthy in two years. You could say uh, that about all the teams in that division, though. Yeah, yeah. It's Can Leonard Fournette carry the load and their defense just do what ungodly things like they did last year? That's going to be a lot to expect from them, especially they get a first-place uh, scheduling this year. Um, I'm going to say the, the Titans win the division. Can the, Mary, yeah, that was my next thing. Can Mariota step up after a crappy year last year, but found a way to make the playoffs and make things interesting. Um, Won a playoff game. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm buying into the Texans. I'm taking, I'm going with the Texans. uh, Yeah. Just remember, Vin, what I told you that in, oh no, I told Danny that an NFL long shot. You know, Bill Cowher becomes a coach in the middle of the season and they trade for Antonio Brown. So. <laughs> That's crazy. The Texans. Oh. Um I'm 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 going with I'm going with the I'm going with the Titans. I I know that I I want to say the te- Texans, but I'm going to go with Titans and just just because I they have they have the weapons run it the running game. They have Mariota who could find a way to pull games out of his butt and I'm going to go with the Titans as well okay and now the West we all know the Raiders are winning the division I am going with Phil Rivers and the San Diego Chargers alright good for them this would be the year for them to do it yeah it would be I'm pretty skeptical about everybody else. It, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. 
Um, I think they're they got all the weapons for Matt Mahomes and Andy Reid. Is as long as it's not a playoff game, I'll take Andy Reid over almost literally ninety percent of the league. So. Andy Reid's track record with young quarterbacks are pretty spot on. So they have Hunt, they have Kelsey, they have Hill, they have they have the material to have Mahomes be good, and their defense is still stacked. So I'm going with the Chiefs. I love Von Miller and Chubb coming off the ends in Denver. Yeah, that's also a scary thing. The question becomes: Can does Case, Case Keenum stay hot from? Can last Case Keenum year? develop himself from last year and prove it wasn't just a hoax somewhere else? I'm gonna go with Denver though this year. I think they're gonna bounce back. It was tough between them and the Chiefs, but I'm gonna go with Denver. Yeah, exactly. You and me were. I was. I was doing the same thing. Went the other way. I don't know. The Chargers always find a way to do something stupid, and they don't make the playoffs. Definitely possible. I, I don't have a lot of faith in Case Keenum, to be honest. So it's, I, it's just crazy how the Broncos have just wasted that defense the last right. three years. I I like Kansas City, but I don't I don't trust Case Keenum. Oh, and can't, you said Kansas City, so you mean Mahomes? Yeah. Well, okay. Right, that was two separate thoughts. I don't oh, okay. like Case Keenum, so I don't like Denver. I like Kansas City better than Denver because okay. I, at least I know Pat Mahomes can throw the ball. Like At least I know he has an arm. Got it, got it, got it, yeah. And I, ju- I just try, as long as it's not a playoff game, Andy Reid will make, right. make magic. Correct. All right, let's move to the NFC. Where do we want to start? Do we want to do the wild card teams in the AFC first? We'll go back to wild card teams. Okay. We'll go back to wild card teams. Um, I don't know, Danny. Where you start? Start us off in the NFC. Where do you want to go? Um, let's go NFC West because that seems to be the easiest prediction. Mm, yes. The Rams. The Rams. Yeah, the Rams. And are- I think the Niners are still not there. There, everybody's overrating them. Um, that's about it. The mm. who else? Who else is in that? Seattle's Seattle. playing for them. Yeah, anymore. Seattle's on the decline. Pete they, gets fired and or leaves in this season. I can opinion. see it. This yeah, is I can see it there. And who 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 who's the fourth team? I'm drawing a brain uh, fart. The right Cardinals. Who oh, okay. Yeah, the Cardinals are the most. For, yeah, they're 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 all right, but they're a forgettable team. So <laughs> I'm going Rams. Unless David Johnson decides to wake up and kill it. And, I mean, if Sam Bradford stays healthy, they, they have some decent, you know. I uh, That's a – all four teams in that division that are talented, it's just – It's the Rams. The, Rams. Oh, the yeah. only way the Rams are not winning the division is if those me guys that they picked up in the offseason decide to be cancers like they've right. been known to be and destroy the team. Or if Goff turns back into a pumpkin. Or that. <laughs> Which I don't think will happen. I, I, I think he's at least serviceable. I agree. All right. Um, South? Yeah. Uh, most fun? 
We'll go south, or you want to go north? Go north. And go north. Go north. I Y'all know the, where I'm going. I got I got the Vikings in the north, winning the division. I just think their defense is just... It's their defense. Like, Sure. Their defense got them where they were last year. There's no reason why that defense can't, can't step up again. All right. And um, as much as I'm not a, a Cousins fan... He's better than Case Keenum. They they improved quarterback wise. Yeah, uh, I'm going Vikings as well. Um, like you just mentioned, their defense is very stout. Um, the weapons on offense are really good. Um, even though I'm not the biggest Kirk Cousins guy, like you said, I think he's better than Case Keenum. So therefore, they're gonna find a way to pull out the division. Um, it's a bit of a homer pick, obviously. Obviously, but, but as um, long as you have Aaron Rodgers, it's not a homer. Pick. Right, and and the Vikings, I like you both said, uh, Kirk Cousins is. I think getting Kirk Cousins just basically gives them exactly what they had last year. Like Case Keenum's best is Kirk Cousins normally, but I've never seen Kirk Cousins win a big game in his life. So until he does that, I'm not picking him. Well, we didn't even put the fact that, you know. RG3 made the Ravens. Well, that's a whole different ballgame. How many? I, I don't. What are they carrying three quarterbacks? They don't trust Flacco that much. Guess so. I think they're not going to trust Jackson. If Flacco goes down. To come into a game okay. and be prepared. So they rather have that safety blanket of a guy who. They know, all right, Flacco got the, got hurt. Let's put RG3 out there. So that he can get hurt. Right, because, you know, he's just <laughs> going to get hurt anyway, so what's the difference? Right. As soon as he steps in the white line, he trips over it. Right. That's why Ali Perez always hopped over the white line. Oh, God, Ali Perez. <laughs> we got an Ali Perez reference on there. It's always a successful day when you mention Ali Perez. <laughs> on a football preview show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go NFC South. I'm going with the Falcons. Damn it, Steve. I'm going with the Falcons. I have to go. I, I just think Ryan's going to bounce back this year. I think they're pissed off about the the Super Bowl. Um, second year under the system. You know, Julio's not happy, so I think angry Julio's going to be a dangerous Julio. I also think C.J. Riley is going to be a steal in the, from the draft. You mean Ridley? Ridley, yeah. You know what I meant. The Bama receiver? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they have the running game, the two-headed running game, which is sure. always good. Um. So do I be different or do I agree? Um. I'll be different. I'll just say the Saints. Um, last year, obviously, was unlike any other. And one fluky play, they would have been in the, in the NFC Championship game. And I think they would have gave the Eagles a little bit more more worth of their money. More bang for their buck in the NFC Championship game than the Vikings obviously did. But um, I, I, I just... It's tough. Oh, like we mentioned before, all three teams can win. I'll, I'll go with the Saints. Because they one lucky play last year, they could have easily made it to the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with Danny. I'm going with the Saints. If you remember last year, I mean, the, it, it, there wasn't talks that Drew Brees was done, but he did not have a great year. He did not have a typical Drew Brees year. Now, like, they ran the ball a lot more because of that, the uh, the dy- dynamic duo they have in the backfield. But I think Drew Brees kind of bounces back to his former self. And they don't have Ingram for the first four weeks, so I think they're going to rely on him for a little bit more of that, that right. workload that so they did that last year. He'll get into a better rhythm. And the defense, is, the defense was surprisingly, well, not surprisingly good, I guess. Well, Pins, they had the rookie uh, of the year, so. Right. And they also, the guy who missed the tackle on the Diggs play also had a very good rookie year. But obviously just right, made the that corner. big yeah. mistake. Right. Can he, can he have, back up? So, so who are you guys taking? The Saints. The Saints. The Saints. The Aints. Um, all right. NFC East. Like I said earlier, it's the Eagles' division to lose, so they're still the best team in the division, in my opinion. It's just a matter of can they weather the storm of the of the court, of the injuries for now, and also, you know, I don't think they're gonna. What did they win? Twelve games last year. Yeah. I don't think they're winning twelve games again this year. I can see I can see a a ten eleven team win in the division. You know, they played a last place. My uh, schedule last year. Yep. So, but I think they're going to be okay. They have the they have the weapons. They have a team. So, I'm going with the Eagles. Yep. Um, I'm going with the Eagles. Like we mentioned before, it's their division to win. Uh, they didn't lose anybody. Um. Worth of noting on either side of the ball. It's just can they weather the first month of taking everybody's punches and getting healthy. So I like the I like the Eagles' chances. They literally lost no one. So um, yeah, I'm going Eagles. To the only tough game they have in the first month is opening night, and that's at home against the Falcons. Then they play Tampa, the Colts, and the Titans. The Colts <laughs> convenient. Right, Nick Foles can win those games if he has to. And then they get the Vikings at home week five. As long as Wentz is back by then, and then the Giants and Panthers, they get a tough stretch here. Giants, oh wow, Vikings, Giants, Panthers, Jaguars, Cowboys, Saints, Giants. Okay, that's a tough... Okay, so they need Wentz back by week five. (laughs) But you have them winning the division. I have them winning the division, yeah. As long as he's only... I mean... I think I'll be back by week five. But yeah, yeah, they're they're one of those teams. Even though it's a tough stretch, they could easily win more than half of those games. Sure, they could win three of those games very easily. I think they're the best roster in the division. Agreed. All right, so let's go with the wild card teams. Which way do we want to do this? We can do we can do NFC because it's because we're already here. All right, so I have the Packers making the wild card game, so that gives only one AFC South team, and I have the Giants because I put money on them to make the playoffs. All right, um, for once I'm not being a I'm I'm not doing it this year. 
it worked two years ago when I didn't say they were going to make the playoffs. So I'm saying the Giants aren't making the playoffs. Um, I'm, I think it's going to be the I think it's going to be the Falcons with the higher seed, and then the Packers finding a way to get the final seed of the playoffs. I'm going, and then the pack, uh, and then the Giants, Cowboys, and Panthers just miss out. I'm gonna say the Panthers make the wild card along with the Vikings and uh, the rest of those, the Giants and the other and the Falcons miss out probably closely. That's probably an 11 win wild card with the Panthers, maybe even both. That's gonna it's gonna be a tough race. There's only like three bad teams in the NFC. Yeah, so who are your wild card teams? Panthers, Vikings. Panthers, Vikings. Yes, sir. All right. I have the Chiefs and the Texans in the AFC. I have the Chiefs and the Colts. I think a healthy Andrew Luck is... A healthy Andrew Luck is the biggest wild card in the NFL at the moment. The Colts could make a run... And they rebuilt their offensive line. Yep. There's like, we, I mean, we all agree. There's only two standouts in the AFC, and then everybody else is pretty much in the same group. So all right. If, if he stands himself out, I, I think they could make a run at a playoff spot and maybe even further. All right. Steve, you want to go first? Do you want me to go? I said the Chiefs and the Texans. Oh, you did say that. All right. I'm sorry. It's my turn. Um, I am going to go with, uh, the Broncos and Chargers. Just, I don't trust any other team in any, either conferences, uh, either, uh, divisions. All right. All right. So what are our, your NFC championship game predictions? Want me to start? Sure. I have what should have been the NFC Championship game last year, the Saints and the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. All right, I'll be a little different. I'll swap out one of the teams. Uh, You said Saints and Eagles, right? Yep. Yes. Saints at Eagles? Um, yeah, sure. Saints at Eagles. Okay. I'm going to say the Rams have the home game, and they face off against the uh, Philadelphia. Uh, No, I'm going to say Saints. Rams and Saints. Okay. AFC, who is going to be going to New England? Who's your NFC team, Steve? Oh, um, I actually have the Falcons coming out of the wild. No, coming out of the South, going to the the Rams. Okay. Going uh, to the right. yeah, going to the Rams. I think Gurley's going to run run wild around the NFC this year. Okay, Danny, go ahead. 
AFC, I am going to obviously say New England until hosting. proven elsewise. Um, it's hosting who? This, this is where the fun begins because the Steelers decide to choke every year. Or go uh, there and choke. Or go there and choke. And then you have Andy uh, Reid who doesn't know how to run a clock in New England. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the Broncos who just are the Broncos. And then you got all the- right, I'm I'm gonna go crazy on this. It's gonna be similar to like last year, and I'm gonna say the Chargers find a way to make it to the AFC Championship game. Chargers at Patriots. All right, wow. Vincent. I thought I was going off the board. I have the same thing. I I think Phil Rivers. Um, he's not gonna win this game, but I think he has one last good run in him. Okay, so you have the same matchup there. Yes. Alrighty, so what are our Super Bowl predictions now? Uh, what's your AFC? Oh, my AFC is going to be the Steelers are going to, unless some other team can destroy them, if if Ben's healthy and Bell's healthy and Brown's healthy, it's the Steelers going to New England. Yeah. That's always a good game, so like I'd be fine with it. Right, but I always like that. watching those two teams play each other. So right, I just kind of want something different. I was gonna say I don't Titans want it different. different. I actually want to see it happen. I wanted <laughs> to see Titans be to be. Oh different. right, it hasn't. What I want to see is somebody else host the division, host the championship game. <laughs> That's what I, that. Would I want to be... see a New England list championship game, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Right. Jose Reyes and New England. Jose Reyes being a Met, and New England hosting the championship game right. are just the most realistic things in life. It's like death, Jose <laughs> Reyes. And taxes. And taxes, right, exactly. <laughs> right. Okay, who's winning the Super Bowl, boys? Well, who's playing in it and who's winning it? Oh. I'll go first. Okay. The All right. New Orleans Saints are going to play the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And I don't have it in me to pick the Patriots, so I'm, the New Orleans Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. Well, according to Jordan Rana, uh, David Swab is being waived, by the way. Three minutes old. Eh, he'll make the practice squad. Uh, anyway, okay. Um, Wait, what was the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? What was it? What was it? Saints? Saints, Pats, and the Saints win. Okay. Alright. I'm going Rams, Patriots, and I am going to go I'm going to go Rams. They have the better team other than Tom Brady. <laughs> Uh, I have I have the Patriots losing back to back Super Bowls. Unlikely, but hey. You both have the Patriots losing back to back Super Bowls. I uh, I don't know. There there's something about them this year, and it's Oops. even I can though dream. <sighs> we know I they're don't... gonna get there, but I don't know. I think the Rams just have a better roster. I don't like their receivers, I... to be honest. Yeah. Like. As long as until Julian Edelman comes back, right. but I don't know what he's gonna be. 
Handler just got hit in the head. <laughs> well, that's running running home. Oh, I thought like it's on the pitch. No, <laughs> that would have been guy, bad. Guy just beamed him in the head. <laughs> Terrible throw. Um, so my Super Bowl matchup is going to be the replay from two years ago. Falcons, Pats. Falcons, Pats. But the, the Falcons aren't going to choke this year. So we all have the Patriots losing the Super Bowl. Surprisingly enough, we all have it. So congratulations to the Patriots on winning the Super Bowl. Correct. If I was listening to this, I'd put my life savings on them winning the Super Bowl. Really? I mean, the three of us just picked them to lose in the Super Bowl. No. Oh. Okay. I mean, that's probably true, but... So, yeah. With that being said, um... I believe that's it, right? We don't want to do MVP, do we? Mm, nah. Nah, we won't do MVP this year. Alright. Okay. What? Well, I was going to say, do you guys have, like, a... I mean, we kind of went over with the division picks. But do you have a surprise, like, team that you think is going to be better than people think? The Browns. Because, like... Okay. No. Yeah. I, don't, uh, meh. Mm. I think the Jets are going to be better. Hugh Jackson is such a shit show. It's basically uh, Haley and uh, Williams coaching that team. I, I Watching them yell at each other in, in, uh, in Hard Knocks was very entertaining. Yeah. And I don't it's know gonna... why Todd Haley hates kickers for some reason. <laughs> he's not for the brand. No, he's not for the brand. Um, Danny, who's your surprise team? My surprise team is the J-E-T-S Jet Jet Jets. Yeah, I think they'll win like seven games, to be honest. Maybe eight. The Browns are going to win one game, and there you go. They're a surprise. Well, no. I think the Browns, if they play Tyrod, they'll win like five games. Tyrod could win three games. I, I, I like that. So, with that being said, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, follow us on all social media, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all other podcast apps. This is our football preview. We're going to be back to our weekly schedule. We're going to work on it uh, later this week and figure it out for everybody. We should be back before Thursday night's game so we can do our predictions for week one. With that being said, enjoy your Labor Day weekend, everybody. Crush it! Crush it! Crush it!